What's up, everybody? It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are here rounding the Amen Corner. I am in here, as always, joined by my guy, Podcast P. Hey, yo. And the Florida enthusiast, Kenny B. Hey, what's going on, my people, my people? I don't know why he coming with the uh, the sultry voice. Just because I got the deep voice that they don't right. know. Gotta, uh, you know what I'm saying? Reciprocate. It sounded like, sound like one of those like 2, 2 a.m. Uh, yeah, yeah. commercials back in the day. Yeah, no, it sounded like he was a, a R&B disc jockey. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's your boy, Kenny B. We're going to get into the sultry sounds of tonight. I got that mic level set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just that's just natural. It just comes out some right, right. Trying. Anyway, man, let's get into this, man. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. 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 Oh wow, Paul coming with the uh, with the new vibes today, baby. The heat. This is the Amen Corner podcast, a collection of SEC football fans from different SEC teams coming together to talk ball once a week. Powered by the War Report. Representing Georgia, Paul Meharry. Representing Florida, Kenny B. And representing Auburn, Ike Jones. You are now, now listening, to, listening to. Yo, um, so let's 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 get into. Well, first, let's do retrospective on last week. What was probably your most? I don't, I don't want to talk about our game. No, I don't want to talk about our game. Let's not let's not discuss Auburn because. I, we know we're disappointed. But what was your, what was your most um, unexpected thing that happened in the past week of college football? Anything crazy happened that you saw? You was like, "Yo, what was this?" Well, I mean, off the top of my head, not really. Florida State and Clemson going to overtime was was a decent little twelve Cle- twelve o'clock watch. Clemson gave that game away. Uh, yes, and oh, I guess. Absolutely. I guess Notre Dame not being able to stop Ohio State on that third and 18, was it? Where they threw it down to the goal line? Yeah. Um, that, because I think we talked about it on here, or it might have been my other show. I don't I don't know. Um, Notre Dame had to pretty much win out to, like, make oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't talk about that on here, but I agree. No. Yeah. But but they had to win out, and they didn't win that game, and, and that's a big loss for them. I don't think uh, – I think Ohio State, I'm not too worried about them. Uh, after watching that game, there's no team that just looks dominant this year, man. There's just not a team where you're like, yo, I don't know how you beat that team. Yeah, Maybe, man. Everybody I mean, looks beatable. Here's the thing, though the Pac 12 has like seven or eight top 25 teams. They I do. They're going to start playing each other in a minute, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. If somebody comes out of that undefeated, they're probably the real deal. Who do you think, who do you think is the class of the Pac 12 right now? Oregon. Oh, yeah, I, I tend it's Oregon and Washington. I don't. I mean, like Ooh, the Washington. US, well, I like Washington. I like Penix. Um, the y- Utah, no. USC. There's always something that goes wrong with Lincoln Riley's teams. Um, yeah, Oregon, Oregon and Washington, though. Yeah, that's a, that's I, to me, nice those goal. are the two best teams in that conference. Oregon's actually playing defense right now. Shout out to Dan Lanning for getting his guys ready to play some defense this year. Uh, they definitely put hands and feet on Colorado this past weekend. Boy, so, um, yeah, I, I'm, 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 believe, I'm, I'm buying in, in Oregon right now in their ability to go out there and play some football this year. Um, Just a quick, quick look ahead, Ike. 
so Washington's got Arizona this week. Oregon's got Stanford. And then next week, you got Washington at home versus Oregon. That that, that is yeah, okay. Yeah, there we go. That's the game. That's gonna be the game. Them, yeah. them two games didn't interest me at all. But yeah, we no, no, forward. yeah, we had to yeah, we had to do a little fast forward. We had just, you know, not a bye week per se, but uh, you know, get yeah. bye week. Well, uh, I got some stuff that were uh was surprising this week. Uh start with Louisville's stomping of Boston College, um, especially with Florida State struggling mightily with Boston College. So, and I think Ooh. Louisville is, are they undefeated? You doing like a transitive property there type deal? Yeah, I think, well, I think bit, they're, I think they're undefeated. If, <clears throat> I, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're four, they're four and no. Louisville is undefeated. And they put up 56 and, um, and they look great. And surprisingly, I watched the Air Force versus San Jose State game. It was just on. I was up. Air Force kept the ball for the whole third quarter. Yo, when so I say the whole third quarter, except like 40 seconds. Is, but is this year, crazy. you know, um, are people getting less possessions this year? Or, or yeah. am I correct? Like, yes. it's just, it just seems as if, like, there's just not as many possessions happening in football games right now. I don't know if that's all because of the the change with the rules, on, um, how they're you know not stopping at first downs, but it's just like I mean I, I'm thinking about games right now. Okay, of course I said I didn't want to talk about our game, but just games in general. But like thinking about the Auburn game, where we only got the ball one time in the first quarter, right? Like that's crazy. If you have if you have like two, a drive by both teams in the first quarter. It's it's likely that that's gonna be the whole quarter. Like that's gonna be it, and it just and, and does it, not feel like it makes any sense. It, it wasn't in it was in the Sanford game that that happened. It wasn't this Texas A and M game, but still, we only got the ball one time. We got the ball again right before the end of the first quarter and pl- ran like two plays, and then second quarter started. Also, I've noticed if uh, Kirby Kirby was asked that he said um, his analytics is saying both teams right now. And this is all through college football. This is before last week. Both teams are losing three plays a game. So that could be a possession each. He said he didn't look into possessions though. So it just like, feels like there's it, less possessions happening. But there. doesn't it feel like the first quarter and even yes. like the second quarter flies flying. Fly. Yeah. But then the third and fourth quarter is like watching paint dry dog. They got to squeeze in every commercial they possibly can. Yeah. I was watching that Georgia game against UAB, bro. First quarter, boom, baby. Second quarter. Okay. Third, fourth quarter. I mean, there was there were. I mean, it, you could have watched seven different games and not missed a, a Georgia snap. What's crazy is they 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 might be going in and retroactively programming more commercials. They're like, oh, this game is actually interesting in the second half. Let's throw more commercials. People are gonna come over right. and watch. There's got to be something. Got to be man. It's because like I like we said, the first quarter, bro. You can get done with the first quarter in like 22 minutes. I yeah, mean, it's that thing can be done quick. One it one commercial so break. By the time the third and fourth quarter come around, you might as well just just kick back, yeah, and then be there for a while. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what's happening with it, and it feels weird because, um, that's just not I don't know, man. Maybe I'm more cognizant of it, right? Like maybe if I go back and watch some old games, I'm like, oh well, this actually, you know, this this holds true to what it normally. It just it feels like the games, especially like you say, the first half of games are going by way too fast. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. 
That might but, be also, you know, why Georgia fans are like kind of, hey, man, what's going on? Because the first halves are so fast. Yeah. And you go into halftime. A lot of these games, if you look at these games, they're 14 to 7. It doesn't, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's a seventh ranked team or against an unranked team. It's 14 7 at half. You're like, yeah. oh, man, that might have, that might be something. By the end of the game, right. it's 42 10. Yeah. So, you know. I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely happening a lot. Second, I, I don't know why second half scoring has been so ridiculous in a lot of these games. Like, but yeah, the first half it seems like nobody's putting any points up. You're no. looking at scoreboards around the country, and you're like, oh, man, they're struggling with this team. They're right, right. With upset this alert. Team. Upset yeah. alert. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's struggling. struggling. It, feel, it like- feels very <laughs> curious. That's all I'll say. It feels very curious. I'm not saying that there's some bigger conspiracy. I'm just saying it's curious. Might be. Might be. Um. Since, since we already talked about them, let's go ahead and, and get the um, Dion and uh, Colorado portion of the show out of the way. Uh, a couple of different stories coming out of Boulder, uh, not just the game, but some things surrounding the game. We were talking about a little bit before we started recording. Let's start with things pertaining to the game itself and the other Sanders, the, the lesser mentioned Sanders, uh, Shiloh. <laughs> having a, a few words for the Oregon folk prior to the game, and then they made him <laughs> regret those statements during it. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah, but I said, um, Ken, it's, it's your wheelhouse, baby. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was just interesting because, one, you see Prime, you know, the way he carries himself and the family image that you put out and the I don't like cussing and all that, to see your son the one chirping before the game, especially after everybody was so hard on Colorado State last week. And this guy, I mean, he's like, F you and your coach. I knock y'all the F out. The, the, the bleep, bleep, bleeps. And Oregon is just like, we talk on the field. Like, it just looks so bad Dude, after, <laughs> after getting, I mean, but he had, he's team leader and, and tackles and all that good jazz. But they sent him to the hospital, peeing blood on the plane. You know, it, it just what, wasn't a good what, look. What's up with these Colorado folks' internal workings bro, <laughs> getting damaged Jack. during games, bro? <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's contact right there. I saw that. I'm hey, saying, man. but two weeks in a row, like, you take a good um, hit to the midsection and you got some some stuff wrong with your internal organs. What is going on? Look, hey, look, I we asked you before the show, we're like, hey, man, you, watch, you didn't watch it. I haven't I watched it. I can't believe you haven't seen this. I mean, no. it's, it's not floating around Twitter anymore. It was, like, heavy. When it came out, they made a little five and a half minute video. And um, there were some people upset with, with Dan Lanning saying um, they want clicks and we want wins. Oh, like, Saban was Saban says something about it. So, yeah, he, here's here's the thing where and I'll, I'll let you finish. That's a ridiculous statement by Dan Lanning. It's a ridiculous statement. Like it, yeah. it works. It works to fire your guys up. But literally every social media program for every team around the country is putting out social media clips from their team. That has nothing like one thing has absolutely nothing to do with the other. That's just a ridiculous statement by Dan Lanning, but it worked to not wins. I think I think the the big thing there though, Ike, is it was made such a big deal. Like everybody yeah. ran with it. And it was like that's that, now it's personal. Yeah, like that wasn't <laughs> even a it was one of those sayings that like if any other coach says it when when they're not playing Dion. You don't even train like you don't even transcribe it into a story. Like it's right. just it's like, yeah, I think they're playing for clicks and we're playing for wins. Like, uh, okay, that's that's kind of weird, but cool. Like it was just blown out of proportion. I, and unfortunately, 
for Dion and, and his crew up in Colorado, I think everything that they do is going to be under a microscope. And they came yeah. out hot. They came out 3-0, and and now they got to play USC. And they're going to get, you know, probably drugged through the mud again. You know, and folks are like, well, Dion can't do it. Vegas had them at three and a half wins. Like, you <laughs> right. know, people forget that part. Right. Like, they'll be lucky, though. We, I think we went through their schedule. They'll be lucky to get a bowl, you know, but they'll be pretty good considering what was there last year. So, yeah, man, I, I think I think it was um, Oregon definitely got clicks, too. Right. They got the yeah. clicks off that video. Five and a half sure. minute video. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm guessing I'm assuming neither one of you think they're they're doing anything against USC. Right. I, I don't I, I, listen un, until they figure out how to play defense, then any team that can put up points is going to be a danger to them. Like, I just don't I, I haven't seen anything that resembles a quality defense from them. They, they every now and then will come up with a play, but like they haven't stopped anybody all season. Everybody. The, on, the only team that that defense has looked good against was Nebraska and Nebraska's offense is abysmal. Yeah. Nebraska's got Georgia Tech's old starter starting at yeah. quarterback. And he's I out mean, there. He's a walking turnover. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, – yeah, I just don't think that, like you said, their defense, they can't stop the run for anything. If yeah. you go against a team who throws the ball a lot, they probably have a better chance than if if USC runs the ball. If they decide to they run the ball – They had a better chance when Travis times. Hunter was out there, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, when, when oh, your yeah. defense can, can tilt away from a guy and, like, all right, cool, well, he got this side of the field pretty much locked down. We're, with him not being out there, I don't know who they're stopping at all. <laughs> not even like you can't you can't stop a cold like right especially um, with you know the other story we want to talk about which is Cormani McLean the other highly before, touted defensive back Go before ahead. we before we get to Cormani Ike I don't mean to cut you off we were talking about Travis Hunter he was playing 2k while and streaming it while Oregon was beating his team 35 nothing is that a big deal small deal little no deal it's it's not a big deal but it's a very it i don't think that, that that's not very self-aware like you're not aware right. of what kind of it's the optics, uh, impression yeah the optics on that are terrible like you're not watching your guys go out there and battle you're distracting other people from watching your guys go out there and play like or was it like in the second half when he was like bro they getting they, like we're not watching like it, well, he had like he had like four up. or five people sitting in like gaming chairs behind him and he's playing 2k and like People are on there, like they got thrown up on Twitter, a screenshot, obviously. Like right yeah. when it was 35 nothing, they're like, Travis is on Twitch streaming yeah. 2K. And it's like, uh, yeah. like, like he, man, he's I a kid. Watch this no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what, basically that's what he's saying, right? Without saying it. He's like, Dog, yeah. I can't, I can't watch this. But I didn't know if it was a nobody really blew it up heavy. Um, nah, I mean, listen, it's it's not a good look. Let's be clear that that I don't care what's happening. Look, bro, just because what here's you the thing. If you're if, Dion? What you doing if you're Dion? I just have a conversation with him. Like okay. that's a that's a teaching moment. Hey, young okay. man, listen. You know, the eyes are on you. You need to be because it, it makes him come off looking selfish, right? Like right. because it's if I'm not playing, you know, in in his mind, he's like, man, I can't watch my boys go out here getting beat down like this. Let me just turn this off and do something else. He could have done that without streaming. Here's the, if you want to go play the game, go play the game. You don't have to stream it. Yeah. Do you, you know do you do you think Dion showing like uh, the text message that um, that Travis sent out, like the "I wish I could, I need to pay next week." Did you guys see that video? He sent like Dion. No, Dion read a text and was like, "Travis sent him that I need to we need to do whatever we can for me to play next week." 
Um, and Dion responded like, you're more important. Your health is more important than the game. You're going to be greater than me one day. You're, you're special and all this stuff. Like, you're great and you're going to change the game. Like, rest up type thing. Like yeah, that Dion was, could have kept that conversation to himself. I don't know why he needed to show everybody that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know how they, he shows a team, but it's on social media. Yeah, nah, he could have kept that conversation to himself. Yeah, that, yeah, nah, you don't need to do all that. Yeah. But it, it does bring us to our next point, Ike, because you yeah. might be playing favorites here with your five yeah. stars. Yeah. And I know we're, I know we are a uh, kind of a SEC centric, but this yeah. is this is this is news, man. People want to hear about this, so for sure. Um, your your one five star who you brought from Jackson State with you uh, is playing two K while you're getting your ass beat. Yeah, apparently your true freshman Cormani McLean, which I think all three of the schools that we're representing here were in on at some point, uh, at least put feet into the the flame and, and suit saw what was up. He's been asked a couple times now, Ike. Hey, what about five star Cormani McLean? I mean, yeah. everybody thought that one side of the field was going to be Travis's, one side was going to be his, Shiloh was going to be behind him, and, and that was going to kind of be it, right? Right, right. And he's now saying, hey, he's got to get his head in the playbook, Ike. He he ain't got his head in the playbook, and he's not coming to practice. So Which it's like, crazy. it's like, you know, who, you've got one kid on, on this side who can do no wrong, right? And and it's no, no fault to him that he's out of the game, Travis right. Hunter. Um. But then you got this other kid, and you're it's like you're kind of throwing him under the bus. I guess you're doing it to see how he responds. I don't know if I've ever seen that though for like that highly talented, talented kid. Most of the time, guys, and then I might be wrong, it doesn't work out in your favor when you drag a kid through the mud like that when he's that you know highly recruited. There are other coaches, I guarantee you, that are hitting him up like, hey man, yeah, you might have a problem you know, come to class or, or looking at the playbook. But I promise you one thing, I'll never throw you under the bus in a post-game press conference. Yeah. Right. You know, I, what, so what, what's the take on that guys? Um, I mean, so it, I, I don't think that that's a good look. For, it's like, there's a couple of things that are, that I have an issue with that for. Like I get wanting to look, man, stop asking me this question, bro. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. And when he right. gets his stuff right, then we'll play him. Right. Like I get that portion of it, but um, you know, I, and I'll give an anecdote from what was happening with uh, Jarquez Hunter here in Auburn, right? Coach Hugh Freeze got asked question multiple times: Is Jarquez going to play? Jarquez going to play? And he's like, "Hey, we're going to keep internal stuff internal, right? Like, mm-hmm. if if there's something to talk about, we'll talk about it. But like, it's we're, we're dealing with that issue internally." And that's all coach had to say. You know, listen, you you guys can stop asking me about this. This is something between me and. and the team or the university, the athletic department, and Cormani McLean, you know. So, and I'll update y'all when when yeah. when I got an update for you. Yeah, and if you if you keep asking me, I'm going to keep giving you this same response. He can be as mm-hmm. flippant as he wants to about that. I, the reason why I prefer that to what happened is because even though it, it still allows you to be disciplinary with that young man and and address mm-hmm. the issue, but it also doesn't throw him under the bus and. It doesn't damage potentially his reputation if he does hit the transfer portal where he's damaged goods to somebody. Now, coaches are going to ask, yo, what's up with Cormani, bro? Like, he's a five-star. Why is he hitting the portal? They're going to come ask coach, and he's going to tell him straight up, hey, he was. <laughs> he's going to tell him way more than what he's told the press, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
So it, it's gonna it's gonna come out eventually, but I think that there's a better way to handle that than than press yeah. clippings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I agree, man. I I didn't like I didn't like that he did it. I try to put myself on both sides and be like, man, if I was on that kid's side, that's the last thing you want. That's the last thing you expected when he's sitting in your your living room. Somebody's gonna take care of your kid, and he's my he's all treating like my son and all that. Right. You're like, yo, man, don't don't bring inside drama outside for people to eat up because you know they're gonna eat it up. Right. Oh, it's yeah. 100%. Like, it's not going to be taken with any ease or anything like that. They're going to kill him. And then as a kid, you're like, yo, is this going to, every kid's not going to respond that way. And I think as a coach, like, you know your communication style of your player. If you don't know that or you think that he's going to respond a certain way and he doesn't, it's going to look bad for you because this is your first, I mean, well, not first, but this is like your first. Most, most high profile for sure. Right, for sure. And when he goes into another kid's room, I'm like, yeah, what if I don't do all, in my free time, put in a bunch of extra work? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to throw me under the bus too? Yeah. It's, it's just it's just a bad look, but I understand the old school, like, you know, I'm going I'm to put you to the fire, see what you're going to do, either going to break, break or bend type thing, you know, sink or float, but I don't see Cormani being that guy, man, just following his recruitment. Right, yeah. Uh, just, just, yeah. just for yeah. following it. it Cormani will bounce on y'all in the heartbeat. Yeah, bro. like, he, like <laughs> I was just about to say, by the time we put this out, like, he might be out of Boulder. Like, <laughs> he, he might be back yeah. in... Where's he from? Uh, like, Miami, right? No? Yeah. Uh, he's from, he's from the, Central Florida, like, the Lakeland. He's from the Florida area. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, he, he, might, he might be halfway back to Lakeland by now. Um, <laughs> You mess around with him, you know. I don't know. It's just it wasn't a great, great look. But hey, Dion's learning, and uh, I guess sometimes you gotta learn the hard way too. That not would, every one of those teams that he spurned take him back in a heartbeat. Like, would Miami be like, "Yo, man, I know we had a little situation, man, but come on through." <laughs> uh, from the Miami people that I've spoke to, I heard from uh, they they totally not against it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, some. I some aren't, but some are like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure they're, they're, it's probably going to be split in the fan base. I'm talking about the people that matter, though, right? Like the ones that, like, probably, man, I think he burns that bridge. He's good, him, en- he's good enough, man, that you bring him back and take a chance on him, I think. Um, if he comes running back, because he, because he, Florida. look, you say that they, um, 100%. There's, there's, there's three sides to a story, right? There's I, Dion, I, no, side, I there's, actually believe him about the Florida, though. I, oh, I, no, I, it's I don't not think. Happening. I don't think I don't think Sunbelt Sunbelt Billy is down for that, bro. No, that's not <laughs> happening, bro. They're they're very like it's okay to not pick us, you know what I'm saying, to decommit to, but they're very big on character. Like there's a guy that um I think Harold Perkins, the mm-hmm. way he announced, like he was Boy. real disrespectful. And then it was like a, a thing where it's like, oh, he might be trying to come back, and they're like, no, nah, they're not even taking this call. Like you can't be disrespectful in the way these kids be committing and throwing the hats and all types yeah. of disrespect. You burning bridges when you do that, bro. Like, if it's just respect, like, nah, coach, I decided to go here. That's when you get that call back. But them guys that be disrespectful and and, and lying to your face. and Because remember, Cormani lied to Billy and them all the way down. It was, it was a, oh, you're, you're committing. Okay. And then they found out, like, last minute, like, what? You What happened? 
So, yeah, Cormani's not coming to Florida as long as Billy's there. And Corey Raymond, more importantly. Yeah, mm. I, can't, I can't see it happening at Florida. Like I said, Miami, maybe, uh, just because, you know. Hey, UC, UCF, know. UCF got a decent program these days. Uh, UCF, now that they're in the Big 12, I think might be a place that he might take a look at. But yeah. um, I don't might know. Might be the only man. place you can go. In the state of Florida? That. Yeah, if yeah. you want to go. I mean, he can go to South Florida, I guess. Um, yeah. South yeah. Florida take anybody, but he ain't going to be able to get the kind of bag he wants at South Florida. No. So, yeah, that's 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 the Colorado uh, Colorado speak for the for the week. Yeah, that, that ends, week. So, so ends the, the Boulder uh, section of our podcast. <laughs> this week. Uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so let's let's transition over to these games here, and we'll we'll um, we'll start with Kenny because I want to finish off with our game, and then we'll 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 start with Kenny and what they've got going on with Florida. We'll sandwich in some of these other games, and we'll end off with Auburn versus Georgia, Deep South's oldest rivalry since that is the best game in the SEC this weekend. Um, Kenny, what you got, man? Yeah, man, us against Kentucky. Yeah, man. so Kentucky's here, here, had I'm, our I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, Kenny. I picked Kentucky in this game when I picked it earlier this week on our show. It's okay. I'll be honest with you. He said it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll ask for your forgiveness. <laughs> he not. He doesn't know what he do. What he do? Lord <laughs> forgive him. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I understand why people pick Kentucky. You know, they're undefeated. Uh, they are. They have a great quarterback. Um, uh, yeah, they. Got I mean, as far. As far as the hype coming in, like this hype coming uh, yeah. in, but uh, what he's done, but then I think a lot of people are predicting, like, oh man, this is going to be the game that gets it jump started. Um, everybody's supposed to get a jump start with us. Um, yeah, man, it's I, a jump started. They haven't lost a game yet. What are they jump starting? I'm, but, I mean, I'm like looking, just I'm their offense. At, yeah, I'm looking at their schedule. They've played Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, and Vandy. Yeah, they played yeah. nobody so far. Like, and Vandy, like one, that's like one of the worst schedules. I, I I don't know how else somebody would have a worse schedule right now than that in the SEC or anywhere close yeah. to Power Five. Yeah, they they haven't played a single team. Yeah, that's yeah. they're God, that they're four and no, they're four and no and not ranked. So <laughs> that lets me yeah. know what people think. Um, but you know they have players, man. Uh, Kentucky Stoops always always plays us tough. I don't care yeah. how good we are, how bad we are. It's always going to be um, a a fight. At least in the beginning, and then sometimes at the end we'll pull away. But uh, we're healthy, man. We got our guys back. We only have one starter that's a senior. Everybody else is like freshman, redshirt, sophomore, sophomores, things like that. So uh, we got our major piece, Kingsley. He's back in the, the center. He's been now every game except Tennessee with the ankle, um, and that's the one game where we, you know. We went to work on that O-line. So I expect the same thing, man. Eugene Wilson's back. Um, everything is kind of cemented as far as rotation and players and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, man, I expect us to go in there and handle business. I don't think it's going to be like no high scoring 42 to 35 type thing. I think it'll be a one of those 21 to 24 type thing. 
Um, Here's the, the, what's the over under on that game? I remember thinking to myself, this is going to be under. Oh, is it 45? Yeah, it's going to be under that. This feels like um, an under game. Our defense is going, yeah. They've got Jordan a decent defense. You guys have a good defense. I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of punting happening in this game. They have the number one run defense in the SEC, but again, competition. Here we go. Right. So I've got it for you right here. There are 133 teams in Division One football. They are 122nd in strength of schedule. There is not a Power Five team anywhere close to them. Uh, there's not a Power Five team that's worse than them in strength of schedule. And then the next closest one is Stanford at 115. And then you got to go a ways to find another Power Five team. 122. That's uh, horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, find I don't. them. I, I was scrolling through, bro. I'm like, where Where are they? Yeah, Kentucky I, got I them. I went back up and I couldn't find them. And I, I typed in Kentucky. 122 out of 133. That's. Yeah. They got the good draw this year. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I, um, Devin Larry, man, he has the 13th ranked, uh, QBR or like the per- completion percentage out of all the quarterbacks in the SEC. You know, Mertz is, I think, top three. Um, our run game. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I think we're going to be able to run the ball effectively um, a lot better than people think. And, you know, look out for number six on offense, number three, number eight. Our young boys, I think, are going to. We're going to finally see, like what we saw in Kentucky, I mean, against Tennessee, I think we'll see that. But mm-hmm. with an addition of uh, Andy Jean out there and Arliss Boardingham, um, he's starting at tight end. What's his name? Arliss Boardingham from California. He's the first California guy to, play, to start at Florida since 2013. That man from Great Britain in the year 1926. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Sir oh. Arliss Boardingham of Yorkshire. Yeah, man. He's, tight end. <laughs> He's a tight end track guy. So, yeah, man. We, I like yeah. his attitude. I like his his uh, moxie, if you will. But, uh, yeah, man, this, um, I think we'll see more of what we saw against Tennessee. Um, I think we'll see that against Kentucky. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I, I I wouldn't expect you to come in here and not feel good about your guys. So I'm glad right. to hear, you know what I'm saying, that y'all going to be doing y'all thing. Of course. Uh, what other games are interesting to y'all in the? Uh, unless you did, you want to speak on the Kentucky Florida game, Paul? Did you have some thoughts? No, I mean the only thing is that that strength of schedule, and then Kentucky's a one point favorite. I'm Which looking at that just kind of like a, as a as a betting man. Um, yeah, I'd take that. I kind of like Florida here, to be honest. Yeah. Um, after after looking into it, when I first was looking at it on the on the, you know, base layer, I was like Kentucky probably taking this. But now that we've dug a little deeper, I, I might like Florida there. Um, Not mad at it. You got the uh, the battle of mid between South Carolina and Tennessee. Um, so okay, this is an interesting game to me because very we we haven't. I I was sitting here. We didn't talk about it before. We normally talk about what we want to do for our double digit dogs, and Ooh. I don't see any like really good ones yeah. out here. This is a great. This one. might this might be one to take because Tennessee's one. favored by twelve, yeah. and I mean I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't know how good Tennessee actually is. Like they're three and one, but they just have not played well. And um, hey, Rattler and Leggett—that's a—that's a deadly combo. That kid's good. Yeah. That wideout. Yeah. And and hey, give it up for Spencer, man. People give him a lot of hate, and I was one of them, dude. And I probably still am for no, a little I'm, bit. 
Yeah, I, I can't stand. I, a kid. I think Spencer Rattler redeemed himself at the end of last year for me. I'm still not. I'm. I'm still waiting on somebody to show me something from Joe Milton that makes me believe it. I ain't there yet, bro. Yeah. Um. I was. I was big on Joe. I think Joe gets benched before the end of the year. Now, interesting <laughs> here. Interesting here. Tennessee on ESPN's uh, matchup predictor, seventy percent mm. victory here. Um. I don't know. I feel like it's a little closer than that. The line's 12, the over-under 63. I think it's – what time is this game at, gentlemen? 7.30. Rocky Top is a dangerous place, boys. Rocky Top it at is. night is, and, is, uh, and, is tough. And in all black. Yeah, those uniforms yeah. are sick. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah, those the, are nice. The the the, the glow-in-the-dark orange is, is just kind of hard. Like, But – be a, be a shame y'all go out there in them glow in the dark uh, uniforms and get uh, body slams. <laughs> get the get the uh, the dye to come off the letters <laughs> onto the field like like how you used to do lightning bugs back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> shake yeah. them up. Yeah, Just squeeze the squeeze the st- stuff out of them. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's an interesting bit. game though. Um, it's an interesting I game. I don't know. What about uh, uh, LSU Old Miss? Two teams that are trying to fight. I, I um, this line I, is kind of crazy, dude. Two and, two and a half. half. LSU. And, yeah, I figured it'd be a lot more than that. Yeah, I mean, LSU has been very up and down this year, but I feel like they've played well enough in their last couple of games. This is a little disrespectful. Like, I don't know why you're yeah. giving this much respect to Ole Miss, who did not look good last week against Bama. Um, they look good in spots, but like overall, a Bama team that everybody agrees is not the Bama of old really kind of mm-hmm. physically dominated that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know why it's only two and a half. I get it's at home for Ole Miss, and they've had a decent offense this year, but LSU seems like they're maybe maybe because Arkansas put up so many points last week, they're thinking, okay, well, if, if KJ can throw it around that much, maybe Ole Miss can do the same. I don't know. I, I guess. A nice little parlay for those that like parlays would be LSU minus two and a half, South Carolina money line, if you can get it, and Florida money line. That would pay out pretty good. That might come That might come true right there. That seems like a choose. good one. That might seems like true. a good one. The uh, Is I anybody know. watching Missouri Vanderbilt? No. No. Missouri, Missouri is the most disrespected 4-0 team in the country, I think. Um, but, like, Vandy's just not – that's not a team that interests you at all. Like, why why watch Vandy play anybody in football? They look, look good I'm against just, Kentucky. I'm just glad, guys. They look good that, against Kentucky? I mean, they look I – mean, in the beginning, they look respectable. Oh, okay. Now, does that, does that go back to the first half, you know, being so quick mm-hmm. type thing? Yeah. Um, you know, it's skewing your brain a little bit there. You, you're thinking yeah. it's it's tight, but it's not. I'm just glad, gentlemen, that we are in SEC play. Yeah. That, yes. That the cupcakes yes. are gone and and kind of real football starts this week, if you will. It started a little bit last week, but like we're really in it now. Um, yeah. Nice. No, it's, it's it's all SEC versus SEC every game in the conference now. Nobody's getting some weak FCS opponent. So right, Indiana State and Larry Bird's not rolling through and right. showing up. <laughs> Um, so, uh, and then the only I, other one we haven't talked about, I Texas A&M and Arkansas, which again, that's if you watch Mississippi State, yeah, uh, yeah, 
that I don't know if I I mean nine o'clock. That's a that's a late kick. So I'll probably catch the the ending of that. Yeah, that might um, as well be a Pac-12 game late as that. Yeah, that is, a little, that is a little Pac-12 after dark. So that's good to see an SEC that that deep at night. Um, and like we said, Texas A&M and Arkansas. If you're watching that instead of Florida, Kentucky, I don't know. You, you need to get checked out. Amen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super interested in that. I'm not high on either of those teams um, this year. And I mean, that's me saying that after we just lost to one of them last week. I just don't with think a backup Texas quarterback. Texas. I mean, listen, right. it was Max Johnson. It's not like he Boy, was saying, here you go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I, I when, when Max Johnson listen. came in the game, I was like, this ain't like a regular backup, bro. Like, nah, this is, it's not. It's not. It's a dude who used to be a starter at LSU, um, who really was he was the starter last year before he got hurt. So he he he's a serviceable backup. I still didn't expect them to to play better with him than they did with their starting quarterback, but Hey, when when we we're only putting up three offensive points in the game, it's uh your defense gets a little tired. So mm. I, I still think it's cool um that Max was able to throw a touchdown to his brother, Jake Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jake Johnson's a beast, man, and they need to start utilizing him more at, at AM. He's a freak tight end. But it's that's cool to see. But enough of that game. Y'all talked about that, I'm sure. Uh, oh, I was about to say who's the who's the quarterback this week, but we haven't even got to Georgia. Georgia uh Auburn yet. So yeah. you want to lead off with that, Ike? You want to you want Yeah, I mean like you know what I'm saying. Who's Let's the, just who's the, who's the QB, my boy? Yeah, so uh it's gonna be Peyton Thorne. Is they're gonna, it? They're, yes, they're gonna start Peyton Thorne. How uh, short's the leash? Uh, that there is the question. How short is the leash? Because in the press conference this week, um Coach Hugh Freeze basically said he looks at this season as two separate seasons, right? Like you got the first half of the year going into the bye week, which our bye week is after this game. And I think he's just going to ride with Thorne through this first little portion and then reassess everything at the bye week as to whether or not they need to make a pivot at the starting quarterback position. But the question is, how short is the leash in this game? Uh you know, I think it's hard because as we just talked about with these first halves, like how many possessions are you actually going to get in the first half of this game? Yeah. Uh, if you don't get but, you know, four possessions, you got to score on half of them, I think. Like, or or you, can, you can't go three and out, right, on every possession. So I think it's really more so about how he plays. If, he, if, if they're looking abysmal, listen, man, UAB put up 21 points on Georgia uh, last week. Uh one of them came off of a, a muffed punt, right? Like that was pretty much the the reason for the the the, the other score. They had two. Yeah, they had two. It was a kickoff they fumbled at the end of the half. It didn't result in any points, but there was two. Uh, yeah, two muffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, you can't you can't go out there and put up three offensive points again in the first half of this game and expect him to come out in the second half. I don't think. Look, so here's here's kind of my take on it. I thought the line would be like 21 and a half is 14, it's 14. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, and Which I've I said it, it was, I think it was 14 and a half. It's actually gone down to 14. Yeah. So I've said it, um, a few times on my shows the past couple of weeks, Auburn is not a fun place to play there. There's witchcraft at Jordan. <laughs> <That's a fact. laughs> like, like there's, there's some, you know, I don't know if they're, you know, buried above some graves underneath them. What, but, there's some folks who get angry in Jordan Harris sometimes. Um, yeah. Now, with that being said, Georgia has just had abysmal first 
uh, drives. The first time they scored in the first drive was against UAB. Um, first halves really haven't looked great. I mean, you saw um, you saw South Carolina. Right. They were down at half. Ooh, right. Um, now, the problem is all these factors are working for Auburn except the fact that you do have to score touchdowns. Correct. None of that <laughs> so matters like, if you can't actually so, score points. You know, so like it's everything, everything's working towards Auburn's favor. Right. But then you look at Auburn's offense and you're like, damn, y'all actually got to score points to Wait, make the this points happen. gonna come from? Like the defense could probably stop George in the first half. Yeah. The crowd noise is gonna be a problem. Yeah. Uh 330 kicks, CBS. This is the deep south oldest rivalry. Like Auburn's gonna come prepared. The problem is, though, when they get the ball back, can they do anything with it? And so, you know, like if you could, be like, damn, this this might be a, a game. But I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't see it as a. I think it's probably, I don't know, 38, 30, 34, 35 to seventeen, maybe. That's kind of how I see it. If y'all score 35, um, then yeah, there's no pl- prayer for Auburn to even be in this game because I, I mean, can't. So, see so what does so what does Georgia have to score for Auburn to actually like you got you got to hold them to like a sub 30 for for sure, but like you're you're really hoping that they crap the bed and they're not scoring more than like 20 in Damn. this game to have a prayer to win. I just I haven't seen our offense do anything to be. I have I have zero confidence in this offense to go out there and put up any significant amount of points. Um, they're going to have to do drastically different than they did in the two Power Five contests so far this season. Are they you scored surprised? Fourteen and ten so far this year, and uh, one of those was a defensive score. Can't Are you sit. surprised? Um, you I mean, surprised? like in the no, I mean with with your coach being yes, the shocked. offensive guy. Absolutely shocked that the I'm offense saying. has looked this putrid yeah. so far this season. It is. It is mind blowing that this offense has been so anemic. Um, how, how do you change it though? Um, because it seems like they're trying, right? Like they no. they gave all three quarterbacks a chance. Yeah, that's not really the same thing. Like um, the my issue is coming out first drive. They have not done. I don't feel as if they scripted well out of the first drives. First drives versus uh, versus Texas Who's A&M was terrible. Who's OC? Uh, Philip Montgomery. Is he calling plays or is is Hugh? Hugh Free says Philip Montgomery is calling plays. Okay. So, and I I believe that that's happening early in games. I think later in games he goes and he's like, uh, hey man, let me let me holler this play sheet real quick. So, <laughs> let me let me cover up my mouth a little bit more so I can see what's going on. But um, but yeah, I just don't think that we've come out early in games and looked good. The first drive versus Cal was terrible. First drive versus Texas A&M was terrible. Um, And I don't think that we're playing to the strength of this quarterback, which is getting the ball out of his hands quickly. Like they just have not schemed it up. I don't think well enough for what his skill set could potentially be. Um, And they got to do something different. Now, second, third drives of both of those games looked good. Um, But then you get into the situation where you're turning the ball over or you're, penalties are killing drives so this team just has not put it together offensively yet for four quarters they'll put it together for a portion of a drive for a full drive here and there and again i'm just talking about the power five competition i don't care what they did against umass i don't care what they did against sanford like they put up a bunch of points in both of those games who cares 
you're supposed to beat both of those teams. Um, but against Cal, against Texas A&M, the offense is just not – It, it I mean, it's almost to the point where it's like, did y'all practice this week? Like, this mm. does not look like a team that practiced at all this wow. week. Damn. Um, yeah. So I'm surprised. Yeah, what I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. So if you're – to tell you kind of Georgia's weaknesses, their, their secondary is nice. Their sec, Georgia's mm-hmm. secondary is nice. Um, I could see multiple interceptions uh, on, on this. You can if, – if you get Jarquez going – you could potentially make something work up the middle against Georgia, but that's because, that's that's, on, that's mostly because you guys are very stubborn about putting additional guys in the box. Right, right. Yeah, but on what I'm like saying, it's like we're only going to put six. But there is fine. But like you know, I don't know. This is a tough matchup for you guys, and, I'm not, and I, I think all the external factors. If this was, I don't know, who's who is the quarterback. Well, last year, what it was kind of a, a shit show too, wasn't it? No, it was Robbie Asford last year when they came to. Um, but you had you had TJ Finley kind of like in the background. TJ there. was hurt by that time. Okay, TJ. Okay. Yeah, Robbie was the starter by that game because he had play, he had just started LSU, um, and then went to Georgia and played. That so game. two so years ago, who was a quarterback? It was the Bo Nix show at that point in time. Ooh. It was Bo Nix, TJ Finley. So, so yeah, if you if you still had Bo Nix, uh, this game would. This game would be kind of scary for Georgia. I could agree with that. Here's and and a lot of fans will agree with you on this as well. Here's the thing: if Bo Nix was still at Auburn at this point in time, then that would be bad because right, right, right. I mean, well, bad for Bo because here's the thing: like right. he was playing well before he got hurt the year before he transferred to Oregon. I don't think that he finishes that season in the trajectory that he's going, and he doesn't go ahead and go to the league. So there's there's no reason why Bo Nix should still be at Auburn two years later. Like it's just not gonna yeah. happen. That's and if if Bo Nix finishes that season, Auburn like everybody likes to play this like let's drop a player in. Like if Bo Nix finishes that season, Auburn finishes with a better record. Brian Harson has a much more favorable view in the eyes of Auburn fans. <laughs> He's not fired at this point in time. Like that's just not you don't just get to yeah. play one for it's that's not how this it's not gonna work like that. Well, yeah, so, it's like it's like in movies where they go back and change one piece of yeah. history. No, you, you got it changes everything. It changes the butterfly man, effect. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just changing one thing out, man. It's this isn't swapping out parts on your card. Like if we could have the Oregon Bo Nix this year, that's not how that's gonna work, man. <laughs> that's uh, not how it's gonna work. He got his confidence back going to Oregon that last last season. He was a completely different player. Like, you're, yeah, if you, if you could get that Bo Nix, but you're not gonna get that Bo Nix. Yeah. How does how does um because Georgia fans took it pretty hard when Justin Fields was balling it at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Oh, is, all the fans are crying every week. Is it the same? Okay, that's <laughs> yes. why I was wondering. Is it the same? Uh, because it was it was tough. Like folks were calling for, but it was it might have been a little different because Kirby just never let Justin Fields start. Right. Whereas both started for Auburn, but like just wondering if it's the same uh, type of thing going on. Yeah, one hundred percent Auburn fans. What about, what about Florida? Players? Can you fo- folks crying about Emory Jones? No, but it's funny that mm. Wisconsin is crying about Mertz. Well, they're not crying about Mertz. They're crying about their quarterback situation. And really? it's hilarious. Yes. Because they're like, oh, could, we, what, what, what took, would happen if we had Graham a better Mertz quarterback? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we went on you pretty hard, Kenny, about Graham Mertz. How you yeah, feeling you did, four weeks into the season now with, with Heis Mertz? Uh, 
out there. Money Graham. Oh, Money Graham. Hashtag Money Graham. Um, yeah, man, I feel confident. I feel like quarterback. No, no, speak, let's stop. Let me stop you real quick. You are always so you're always so, and I love that about you. Everything is is Skittles and rainbows. I mean, everything is no, cold. no, it's not. But just, just give it to me straight, bro. Like, give no, it to I'm, me real I'm, deal, Holyfield. Like, like you, 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 you like merch. I like merch in the sense of like I was saying. Uh, I don't feel quarterback play that the quarterback position is a liability one way or another, right? I don't feel that he's, he's going to. He gets. He gets. Yeah, it. like I don't think he's he's going to force bad passes like Emory. I don't think he's or uh, I don't think he's going to take just stupid passes like AR, but I know he's not going to run it like crazy, but he's running it enough to where, okay, he could pick up a first down. And that's all I ever wanted. Check the tweet history. I was like, give me a guy, let him run four to five yards, pick up the first down. That's all I want. Just be a threat to pick up a few yards. I mean, that's what he's doing, man. He's doing what he's being asked. He's been great in play action. He's been great. And the uh, the midfield throws, the great touch, everything that I talked about before, man, he's doing what he's being asked. Uh, if he was asked to be AR or asked to be a quarterback to run around and just sling it forty times a game and to put a, put us put him on their back and at least nah, he's not that guy. But he can make the pass when you need him to, and that's all you can ask for. Fair. I just was wondering, I, you know, we checking in with you uh, a third of the way through the season, if you were still with Money Graham, and obviously, Ike, he, he is. He, I mean, yeah. Okay, well, speaking of quarterback play, how are Georgia fans feeling about the quarterback situation with Carson Beck? Right. That's a good, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, man, it's been really up and down. I think yeah, last – mixed bag. For yeah, sure. so last week was the first week where it was like, yo, y'all gotta kinda y'all gotta kind of get off this man a little bit. He's he's doing all right. The three weeks prior to that, it was like, damn, dude, maybe maybe throw in Vandergriff, you know, like <laughs> you know, like let, let us see him a little bit. You know right. It's saying? it's it was it was real close. Like it was like it and he wouldn't get to that point where you'd be like, damn it, if we if this comes back from a commercial and Brock is not in, I'm punching my TV. It never got that far. Yeah. He would get super close to it. And he he's made some he's made some bonehead throws, but at the same time, you know, he also hasn't been fully challenged on the road yet. They've yeah. they've played nothing but home games so far. Right. Um oh wow. Yeah. So they this is their first road test. And it's a tough road test, even if Auburn doesn't have a quarterback. Like, they still got players over there. Yeah. Um, so, our defense is, is actually legitimately good. Like, the only thing that I would say about our defense right now is we're banged up in the safety position. The safety slash star position, we got some guys injured right there. And they they kind of are the engine of that defensive backfield. So, it's going to be interesting to see how that gets worked out um, this game. But, but the defense with, is, is actually really good this year. With with Carson, it's like, hey man, it's almost a wait and see because we haven't seen what what he does on the road yet. I mean, it's it, this game here is really going to be the if he comes out and kind of wets the bed, dude. Boy, get over to ugasports.com because uh, <laughs> it's the the board's going to be going crazy. Uh, yeah. It's so just what, what what okay. So let's just I mean, listen. I think like a hypothetical stat line. Well, yes, that's what I want to say, because win or lose, because I don't think anybody's projecting Georgia loses this game. But like, what does Carson Beck need to do 
to endear himself to Georgia fans in this game? Like, what can he not do? And what does, like, what's kind of like, yo, ideally? Multiple turnovers. So he, he throws two picks in this game. They're gonna they're gonna crucify him. He's done. No matter what the final score is. No matter what the final score is, he's done. I mean, unless it's obviously like a uh, you know fifty two to ten type scenario, right? right? Or not his fault, right? Yeah. Like, or if it's, or if it's a tip I, pass. But but you know, here's the thing: I don't think that even matters in most. True. Yeah. True. But like people are gonna try to defend him, but some people are gonna be like, he's a bum getting out because they because they watch they look at stat lines. They don't right. watch yeah. all the stat line. Like, yeah. They they yeah. watch the game, but they're half half cocked, you know, and they yeah. they get to the end of it like, oh man. But now two two picks, um, he's he's feeling some heat, man. For and a pick or a pick and a fumble, like he fumbles the ball, right? Like and, like and especially Ike, if those two come in the first first half, like if those two oh, come yeah. in the first half, it's it's gonna be rough. Um, now what he can do to just silence it, not silence the critics. There's gonna be critics. But um, just kind of at least quiet make, them down a little bit, right? Make Georgia fans feel okay. Maybe two fifty, two touchdowns. Uh, mm. You know, maybe get 30, 40 yards on the ground, thirty yards on the ground. Don't make negative plays, um, and don't make mistakes. I think, and you and you go into Auburn, and here's this is what I I can't stand, bro. So let's say Georgia goes in here and just beats Auburn forty two ten, right? Mm-hmm. People, oh well, Auburn ain't shit. Right? No, no, it's it's not that. They they play pretty good. You know, and then if Georgia wins 27, 21, well, I mean, maybe we're not as good as we we, right. we thought. We, like it, it changes. Right. Yep. Or It's like, you know, there's well, never listen, a, to be fair in their minds. This is a team you should dominate. So if you don't dominate them, then we're not good. Like it's right. more of an indictment. Like if this game is close, people, I, the, the narrative and not just in Georgia circles, I'm talking about all over the country is going to be. Is yeah. Georgia really as good as people are trying to make them out to be? Because Auburn's not very good right now. So this game should not be close. But if you really look at it, Auburn's pretty decent on defense. On yeah. offense, they're they're not that great. So this yeah. game could be held closer than expected. And sure. both things could be true. Yeah, like, no, 100%. Uh, like, two things could absolutely – I'm just telling you what the narrative is going to oh, be. Oh, yeah, there. of course. Of course. Look, the narrative, if that happens and we spank Kentucky – Florida's going to be going in with their chest pumped up into Jacksonville, even though even if we can be thirty five point underdogs, <laughs> it won't it won't it, it won't, won't even matter. You guys will not yeah. be thirty five point dogs but unless yeah. you lose this weekend. There's there's no way that you're thirty five point dogs going into that. But it would be like this is our set. We're like all right, Tennessee. We feel good. Kentucky would be like the stamp. You're like mm-hmm. bet. Let's get ready. And that's what it'd be so though. To see if UGA struggle in any way that show like any type of chinking in armor, oh my God. They're gonna be salivating as if this is 2006. And we know it ain't. <laughs> we know it ain't. I ain't that much of a homer. <laughs> it ain't it ain't that. It ain't that. <laughs> it ain't, that. Yeah. It ain't they yeah. nowhere close. Ain't even 2019. But it's close though. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but yeah. I, I, I won't, I just I think it's gonna be a good game, man. I think it's gonna be a good game. Um, problem is that if this game is close, Auburn, if Georgia does win, like the narrative you said, it's going to come out that you know, Georgia, but then what's going to make it even worse is LSU or Auburn's got LSU and then Old Miss right after, so they could be mm-hmm. potentially three and four, you know, so that's going to make it even look even worse. But I think oh, this yeah, is, I, sure. think, I think Auburn's a decent team. 
Um, and if if we had shown any competency on offense so far, I'd be what much more like able to come in here and say, "Yo, we got a shot in this game, man. If we could go out there and do it." I just haven't seen it, man. I haven't seen anything from this offense. Again, we've only scored seventeen offensive points in the two Power Five contests we've had so far this year. 17. That's kind of crazy. That's crazy for that coach hire. Yeah. That's- mm-hmm. Like, again, I don't care what they did against UMass. I don't care what they did against Samford. You're supposed to score a bunch of points in those. I'm talking about the two P5 contests, Cal and Texas A&M, who nobody is mistaking either of those for national title contending teams. 17 total points is not good, man. Well, Georgia's only scored 24. They've only played one, but they only scored 24 against South Carolina. And that was at home. So, you know, I'm saying that's that's 24 in one game. Your one game still beats our two games of output. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think this game, I mean, when the line came out at 14, bro, I was like, yo, this game might be a little closer than people anticipate. And Georgia fans. I think think it will look like a game at the half as it has for for Georgia's games. And this is what Coach Ufree says. Their their effort is to make this a game going into the fourth quarter. Like, that would be a young guy. Yeah, if, if if this is within striking distance in the fourth quarter, Carson Beck on the road, and, and they need it from him. Like, you you can't mess up in this scenario. Is he going to be able to come through? That's what Auburn really – they're hoping the defense just holds out long enough or somehow the offense wakes up and actually goes out there and puts up some points. Because I think it's going to be – listen, Kirby Smart, I think, is the, the best coach in college football right now. Yes, I heard, you know, you know, the the halftime speech where he was like, hey, guys, you know, we're going to go out here second half. We're going to get about this many possessions. We're going to score on this many and we're going to hold him. And it's like, you know, they go out there. He's like, they they get the ball like four times to score three times. And like, okay, like he's going to do that whole thing regardless of what happens at halftime during this game. It's a little different when it's on the road, though. It's a little different. The defense I'm not worried about. Georgia's defense is going to be who they are. The question is whether or not that young quarterback and those receivers that are new to Athens are going to be able to be on the same page when it's when it's down to it. Like Dominique Lovett, like he, he hasn't been stellar for Georgia so far this year. He's just been okay. Yeah. Uh, Ra Ra He's Thomas, had a lot of drops. Yeah, drops. I was saying Ra Ra Thomas uh, hasn't had a lot of targets this so far this year, right? It's really been from the passing standpoint tight ends and running backs that have had the vast majority of this. Man, if, if Mike Bobo hadn't done nothing else, boy, he's drawn up some darn screens hey, for Georgia, bro. Like, they are screening <laughs> you to death. Yep. Yeah. I, that's one thing that I think all people were cheering for was when UGA hires that man back. <laughs> Everybody was like, hey, yeah, okay, man. Here's the other question. How how, how are the, the, uh, the folks in Athens feeling about the return of Mike Bobo and his offensive prowess? That look says it all. all right. Hey, man, that hire came across. I was like, I mean, if, if it's a year to get it in, because <laughs> I don't think let let UJ not be elite. Uh, it's 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 been it's been tough, Ike. Yeah. It's been tough, and co- there's I said this on my show, and it, it rings a hundred percent true. There's four Georgia fans right now. There's mm-hmm. four. You're in you're in one of these buckets, and the la- the the fourth I really added on. Um, just to be nice as kind of sympathy. There's very few in his fourth bucket, but we'll start one through three. One, you hate Bobo. Mm. Two, you hate Beck. Mm. Three, you hate Bobo and Beck. And four, you don't hate either one of them. 
Um, yeah, and, I don't know how anybody's in that fourth category. For right. Real. I put it. I put it there just for the the select few. Right. Um, but there, you're either hating Bobo or you're hating Beck or you're hating both of them. Now, there's not a ton that hate both of them. Right. Um, but they have picked their to to say it kind of. They've picked their villain so far. Um, I'd say it's like a 70-30 split. Bobo's got seventy percent of the hate. Beck's mm. got thirty. Yeah. But that could flip quick though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Carson Beck comes out here and and and, and lays an yeah. egg on the road in his first road contest. He throws I mean, we a could just we could just throw those numbers the other way, yeah. um, real quick. So there's there's hate out there, um, which is crazy. You've won 21 games in a row, um, yeah. but that's what happens. You know, greatness wants greatness more, and and you know, I think what happened. Real talk, like 65-7 in the championship game against a team that shouldn't have been there. Uh, maybe put expectations a little bit too high coming into this year that whoever you have playing could do whatever you want. Um, to yeah, it's any not the same at bro, any time. Like, Monk it's is a not. different OC and yeah. uh, Stetson Ben is a different quarterback. But, like, but you, the last game they saw before this year was 65-7. They were partying by halftime that they won two in a row. You know, so I think that's where it kind of comes from. That and the class, like, yeah, you know, it's the names that are included. You're expecting them, and but a lot of those, you, a lot of those names are on defense, though. Yeah, right. But you finally have the quarterback. I mean, y'all did amazing with the walk on, and it's back to five star QB play at UGA, and it's like y'all, y'all sitting there. Y'all got two, three, five stars sitting back there, and the number one QB coming next year. You know, you got the best tight end to ever play the game, so they say, and all this good jazz. Uh yeah, people expect UGA to y'all got receivers now. Oh yeah, Lab McConkey's coming back for this game, baby. Nah. You don't think he's gonna play? Nah. A lot, lot of Georgia fans think he's gonna he's gonna make his first appearance this game. Nah, man. I've been he, I've been seeing the I've been seeing the rumor wire. Nah. You heard Let it. Let me first. take him off my fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> heard it here first. Off. You heard it here first. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't playing. Right. Unless something I, drastic, unless something drastic changed. I didn't think he was going to, and everybody's like, "No, he's playing. He's playing." I was like, "I he, he hadn't played it so far at all this year, so I don't know from what why. we've heard." From what we've heard, it's a pretty serious back injury. Uh, mm. And for me, I had back surgery. I, I can mm -hmm. attest to it. Sometimes you can't walk with that, so it's just good to see him walking. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see him playing, man. I really don't. Uh, now, will he be there? Yeah, he'll probably be one of the seventy to travel, um, but I, I don't see it, bro. Listen, I, I I would be mad to not see him as much as he's torched us. Um, right, I, I don't want to see him. In, <laughs> I don't want to see him in Jacksonville. Now, now, now he I'm might sure be back to Jacksonville now. Don't get it twisted. He, he right. might be back by then. Um, yeah, come on, that's all right. Don't we'll worry, see man. Yeah. What happens? Listen, um, you know, hey, listen, I'm hoping for the worst game of his career out of young Carson Beck. Not gonna hold you, um, you know. I'm 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 here for the halftime controversy that's brewing over in Athens. If that happens, that means that Auburn's still in this game at halftime, and I haven't already poured my third drink. So Amen. you know what I'm saying. U UGA with five stars ain't been that great, man. <laughs> you talking about the quarterback position? Hey, the okay, quarterback, I'm quarterback, quarterback. Yes, quarterback. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you talking? I'm sorry. <laughs> Quarter quarterback, five star quarterback. They got a, a damn dynasty going. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm not talking about five star quarterbacks. You need to walk on. Who, yeah. Who's the current walk on QB right now for Georgia? Jackson Muschamp, baby. Oh heck no, nah. we hey. done. <laughs> We're done. Play him. Muschamp Play him. ain't gonna shot. He run around yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Hey, he got a little stat, little stats, the Quavius in him. 
nah, man. That's <laughs> they, the coach's they, son. They man, said man. they said uh they said Carson needs to start showing that Carson. <laughs> like, hey, like hey, that man. Hey, Car- Car- Carson don't have enough swag to pull that off at nah, all. Bro. He ain't, he ain't got he ain't got the Carson in him. That man, might be boy. the downfall, man. That might be the yeah, downfall. He, the, the, I don't see no swagger in that young man. I no, mean, he boy. seems like he's a good kid, but I don't see no swag, bro. No, nah, he ain't, he ain't got the fade going on. He ain't got none of that. He's got the simple buzz cut and the you know great clips, yeah, man. Yeah, and look looking <laughs> look looking into the looking into the abyss. I'd be like, man, this guy's just where he looking at, man. <laughs> Face, man. I'd be like, yo, what's he? I'd be like, my man gone. What is happening? <laughs> all right. Uh, do we do, all right? Let's let's get off of this game, man. Do we have any? Y'all got any double digit dogs you went throughout this week? Because I you, didn't see a, any good wins for real, man. Like there's somebody we could take a flyer on, but I said yeah, that that yeah, Tennessee, took, South Carolina might be a good win. Yeah, you took Not the one I was looking at. Would, would anybody take Mississippi State to potentially upset no. them? No, I don't think so. Bama no, fans are so dirty. Actually, so actually, actually, that's a nine o'clock game with some cowbells. I could see it. I could see Bama being fans are so depressing, man. They like, oh, we're awful. We're the dynasty's done. Like, I, I literally, uh, I was joking with a Bama fan before I got on our show. You know, we do our picks on our Wednesday show. And I was like, I'm picking against y'all tonight, just so you know. And they were like, man, you might as well. We could probably lose. I was like, what? <laughs> I think down that bad right bro, now. People just love misery, bro. People love misery and head coaching searches, man. They love I got it. I got one for you. Uh, you Louisiana and Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota is minus 11. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good one. So that, that would be a good one. I don't one. hate that. And shout out to that. Kentucky. They've uh it's going up. So now instead of being Two and a half point favorites. They only have one point favorite now. And that's what I said. Yeah, that line is gonna. I think that line eventually will will move to to Florida. Before, mm-hmm. I mean, if you go, if you really do some deep diving, you'll see. Let me see, let me see if I can find one real quick. I right? because we got to put it in right. We gotta we gotta see. Is Cal Cal is a Cal. Um, twelve and a half favorite uh, for Arizona State, but it's at Cal. Uh, no, I don't like. If don't they like have Rashada, then maybe. Yeah, I don't like Arizona State. Um, I don't like Michigan, Indiana, Maryland. Indiana. No, you know what? Give me, give me, the, give me the Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I was Texas. just looking at can't. Yeah, that's that. You, you I like that. I like that Daniels. I like that Daniels kid at quarterback, man. I really. Kansas I really has don't. been sneaky good the last couple of years, man. I, I really like that Jalen. Uh, is it Jalen? 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 Daniels? Jaylen, whatever. Yeah. Jalen? Yeah. Jalen Daniels? Yeah. Whatever his name is, I thought for sure, kid from Col- kid from California would be getting the hell up out of there, and he stayed. I thought he was gone too, man. Well, I, I mean, he would have been one of the hottest names. Uh, he was should have went to uh, should have went to Auburn, Auburn, man. Yeah, yeah, he would have looked nice over there and in, in, on the plains, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> if y'all can see Ike's face, yeah, yeah, he he's a uh, he's kind of a dog, bro. Yeah, I'll take you know what I'll take Kansas. I like the I like the young buck, man. I like them. Ooh, South there. Carolina minus twelve. You, you're not you're not going against Oklahoma this week, Kenny. They got Iowa State. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, you ain't had no luck there. I've learned my lesson going against. You know what's gonna happen the first soon. time you don't. The first time you don't pick Oklahoma, they they gonna lose. They're gonna so. win. Yeah. Oh, Appalachian State is minus thirteen to UL Monroe. The only yeah. other one that looked semi interesting to me was. Um, the New Mexico State Wyoming situation right here. 
it gets and tough then, once you get into this part of the year to find a double digit yeah. dog to hit, man. Yeah, and then Hawaii versus UNLV. I don't really believe in Hawaii, but I don't know if I believe in UNLV either. So San Diego State against Air Force. If they can <laughs> back to Air Force bro, again. <laughs> I watched that game, bro. I'm like, they're running back like the dude. But Air, Force, Air Force is the one that's minus 10 and a half. So you can't take Air Force. They're, they're well, I mean, no, I would, I would, I would have to take San Diego State. Yeah, like, I don't see Air Force going. I think they just got a lot of, uh, a lot of hype from the last game for being San Jose like they did. Uh, but if I mean, if you can stop that, that triple option, that wing wishbone, then that's an easy dub because that's all they do. Easier said than done, just because a lot of teams don't face it, right? And so it's just yeah. like you really just – you either have to be the most assignment sound team in the world or you just have to have the athletes where it don't matter. I missed my assignment, but it's only going for four yards as opposed to 14 or 40. Right. So Yeah, I think it's, I, so that's, what, that's what we're riding with, right? We're going South Carolina. We're going uh, Kansas. And who'd you take, Kenny? Uh, I took – let me go back up my bat. I took – I don't even remember who he took. Sorry, uh, Louisiana. Oh yeah. All right. Well, this this don't tell us this week, folks. Maybe Rank next occasions. Week. <laughs> Billy boys. Yes, yeah, I I don't know. Like I said, if that hits, then um, we we deserve that bread because uh, right. it's gonna be a tough one. All right, man. Y'all got any final thoughts before we get out of here? I'm good, man. That's what's up. Hey, man. All right, man. Well, uh, let's start it down there in the uh, the other orange and blue. With my guy Ooh. Kenny B. Tell the people what's up, man. The true orange and blue. Um, you know you can find me at man. Slow down. T two T underscore KB two. I'm uh spitting hot fire Dylon style on Twitter, man. Uh, Dylon. Yeah, man. I'm I'm going in. Um, so yeah, that's it. Total total sports. We're live. We're on Sundays now. So mm. if you tune in, we're on Sundays. At 11 a.m. Eastern time, you know, get a little Saturday, talk a little Sunday, you know, switched it up, man. Um, what about you, podcast Pizzy P? Yeah, P. Maybe just podcast P. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that Pizzy didn't. Yeah, yeah in my head, no, it, in my head, it yeah, it did. Yep, yep, and then it didn't <laughs> translate, but it's cool. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at P Mahari, M A H A R Y. Uh, find me over on UJSports.com on YouTube. We do our show every Saturday night, post game overreaction show. Uh, Ike, do y'all do a post game show? Yes, we do. How long y'all go though? As long as people are talking, we just let okay. Them go. So once people quit talking, send them over my way because we'll still be going. Yeah, so, I uh, think <laughs> I think we we do probably about an hour, hour and a half. So y'all will definitely yeah. still be going. Yeah, so send them over my way, uh, and uh, you know we'll, we'll have some. If fun. some if somehow we make this a game or we pull off the upset, I'm coming over there and I'm talking shit the whole. Hey, day. I'll send you the stream yard, baby. Come on. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, All right, but y'all, y'all can definitely in. you know what I'm saying follow us over here at the War Report. Uh, I am tweeting at TWR Ike Jones out there on Twitter X. And uh, it should be a good weekend of football, man. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. We're out of here. Until next time. Peace.